Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. Uh, attorney Esther Valdez has uh, Esther Valdez Clayton, that is, has been on the World Prayer Network uh, before. She's actually absolutely a brilliant presenter. Uh, she is a favorite to the World Prayer Network audience. So I'm going to go to Esther Valdez Clayton right now as attorney. We've had her on the topic of immigration, but uh, talk to us about Proposition 1, Esther. Esther, are you there? Checking with you. Esther, are you muted? Hello, Pastor Barlow. Can you hear me? I can now. Excellent. Um, what I want to remind everybody on World Prayer Network is Let's go back to World War II after the extermination of 6 million Jews. Before the extermination of 6 million Jews, immediately after World War II, the United States and the United Nations, they wanted to prosecute the, the Nazis that had perpetuated one of the largest mass killings in that the world has ever known. In order to do that, they had to invent a word and that's where we get the word genocide. It wasn't ever used before, they had to invent it. And what the word genocide literally means is the intentional killing of a racial minority within a larger group. And I use that word because that is what Prop 1 is literally going to do to people like myself, to people of my racial origin, which is comprised 39% of the California population, which is the Latino population. When you look at the placement of, of Planned Parenthood abortion clinics, Seven over 70% are in Latino or black communities, AKA low income populations. And one of the reasons why I jumped into the Prop 1 fight is not just as an immigration attorney, because just following demographics, population, births and migration patterns, we know that since 1973, it's not a coincidence that the immigration patterns to our country spiked after the legalization of abortion in this country. And it's almost the same amount of immigrants and Latino uh, population correlates directly with the number of abortions that have been uh, committed here in the United States, approximately 62 million in the last 49 years. What we're witnessing here, and if the church doesn't help us, even if you're outside of California and the other 49 states, we ask that you come help us because what we're going to witness is a genocide. How do I know this? because since 1973, abortion has been used to decimate the African-American community. When it was legalized, approximately 16% of the American population used to be African-American. In those 49 years, Latinos have overtaken the black community, surely by virtue of, of births, of live births and immigration into this country as a result of lawful legal abortion. And what Prop 1 does, just like Mary all noted and also Wolfgang, it takes it a step further to where you can kill a child up to the day of, of its live birth. And not only that, but the intention here in California, it's even more sinister. What they wanna do is make this amendment to the constitution a foundation to be able to pass a series of more egregious abortion le uh, legal bills, such as one that was proposed and struck down earlier this year, stating that if a child happened to die within 30 days after its birth, no detective of law or law enforcement official would even investigate the death of this child because it wasn't going to be a homicide. 
It was going to be merely an exercise, uh, a lawful exercise of the birthing person's um, uh, right to life or right to exercise their freedom of reproduction. So I just challenge everybody who's watching the World Prayer Network right now, if you're in so-called red states, conservative states, the words of Esther resonate quite clearly here. And they're the words of the Bible that say, don't think your house will be exempt from this bloodshed. Because if it's happening here in California, it's because we're ground zero for the exportation of this genocidal law that will later visit you, maybe not immediately, but it will happen across this nation. Because as we know, what happens in California is then exported across the nation. And of course, this extermination is targeted. One of the main justifications that they always use is that black and Latino women want it. Well, survey after survey, including the Pew uh, Research Report notes that Latinos, especially those of Mexican origin, we largely oppose abortion. In fact, as an immigration attorney, I frequently see women who are willing to get raped, willing to cross a river, a stream, travel thousands of miles, but they don't leave their children behind and they certainly don't abort them on the way to America because they still see America as a place of hope and freedom. And what's one, one of the most peculiar things about this whole Prop 1 is who are the main donors of this? If you look at the Prop 1 donors uh, website, uh, websites, and if you, you can follow it on my own Twitter feed, I put it, the two largest donors to Prop 1, again, for the abortion and the murder of children, are the California Teachers Association and the California Federation of Teachers. And this is something that's so perplexing that teachers who allegedly love to educate children would also want to fund their extermination. And I did, as the president of my local school board, I wrote to them and I asked them, why would you do this? This is illogical that you wanna kill one of the, the, your largest demographic in your schools. And 60% of our public schools here in California are Latino children. Why would you want to kill them? Because at the heart of this, it's not a love for children. It's a love of money. They want to exterminate what they perceive are Latinos who take up a large amount of social resources, either educationally, medically, or in housing, and do what the Pharaoh told them to do back in the book of Exodus, is kill the children. So we hope and we pray that you join us. If you can't contribute, spread the word. We also have materials in Spanish for Spanish-speaking congregations and pastors that you may know. Maybe you work alongside a Spanish speaker and you can share those materials so that, that you do in the end vote no on Prop 1. Thank you. Oh, Esther, thank you. We're going to have to have you uh, back on keeping us informed on this. I mean, hope, Esther, when we went through the battle to defend marriage, only, uh, as I've said before on this broadcast, only 47% of whites supported marriage in, in Proposition 8. 49% uh, of Asians, we would have lost it. But when it came to Latinos and it came to Blacks, 56% of Hispanics and 70% of Blacks voted for defending traditional marriage. That's how we want it. And uh, I, I'm, I'm in prayer that, that the Latinos and the Blacks could save us again on this issue if whites are too weak. I haven't seen the polling. I haven't seen the data. But I, I pray that the Latinos, with their fierce commitment to family, will be an answer that will save us in this nation this time. Uh, do you have any polling at all you want to comment on, Esther, or we go right to the next guest? It's overwhelmingly um, looks like it's going to pass. But again, our outreach, it's fierce. I've been going on radio programs, going to pastoral conferences, all in Spanish, spreading the word because the Spanish language media is very liberal. 
and uh, it's and it's intentional it's purposeful that they're not disseminating the true in um, the true consequences of prop one to the latino community we saw what happened to blacks and now we're next and that's why we need to stop it i hope you enjoyed today's episode please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.